Hello friends, welcome back to the Spiritual Nomad Podcast. I'm a little under the weather here, so excuse my super frog-like voice, but nonetheless, I'm excited to introduce my guest today, Jordan Hathcock. He is a blogger. He also is just a friend. Um, He goes to the local church that I've been a part of for a little while now, Oceanside Sanctuary. And uh, it's really cool to have him on talking about his uh, childhood and Mormonism. And we get into some other unique topics and things of that nature. So it's a lot of fun just to be able to sit down with a friend, crack a couple beers, and have some good conversation. Uh, I will warn you right now that the audio isn't the best. And I realize I've been trying to dial back in audio for quite some time. If you listen to earlier episodes, there was actually much better audio recordings than recently. And um, a lot of that is just due to uh, really unique places that I've been recording. Um, Also dialing in new things, uh, new computer, updated garage band, all sorts of random stuff you don't care about. But uh, nonetheless, this episode uh, is recorded in a soon to be recording studio right now it is completely under construction stuff is everywhere Um, there's soundproofing that is not up yet it's in boxes and because of that it's a small room that's basically concrete and you can tell so i apologize in advance for the less than par audio but luckily in our near future that is all going to change it is going to be absolutely exquisite in the upcoming months because part of what i'm doing is i am starting a nonprofit creative co-working space downtown oceanside and it's going to be awesome equipped with a recording studio that we recorded this podcast in just under mad construction so uh, we'll have a recording studio coming up soon i'm also going to be doing a lot more videos soon Um, that is going to be pretty much my full-time thing Uh, and part of being a creative person in a creative nonprofit is that I get to focus on my creative efforts too, which is the spiritual nomad. So uh, it's all around going to be just an awesome time and awesome season for the podcast, for a lot of other things I do like, you know, uh, spiritual coaching, uh, speaking, different things like that. So I'm very excited for it and um, excited that you are able to Uh, join along with the progression of the spiritual nomad it's really cool if you've been listening to this podcast for any length of time just to see where it's at now and where it's been there's a clear um you know group of you from social media that has been tracking with what's going on and it's just awesome you guys are great i love you and i'm excited for this new season of podcasts and videos and you know, hopefully some workshops I have in the works too. So lots of fun stuff going on. So uh, I'm going to quit rambling here, get on to conversation. I have with my friend Jordan. Like I said, we are in a small box with zero soundproof and sound is bouncing everywhere. So be prepared to turn up the volume just a touch uh, right now. Here you go. Here's my episode with Jordan Hathcock. What was like the the major thing that made you feel like I am just completely done with morbidism? Yeah, it's interesting because when I so I I came to a faith, you know, when uh, earlier in my marriage I was I was having issues, um, and I just was basically just didn't know where to go, didn't know what to do, and I was going to my wife's church at the time, and you were still considered Mormon though. 
at this time, or did you already? Well, yeah, I was it? still on the records. Okay, You're okay. Still, I was still a member. I just got off the records like a year ago. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man. Yeah. So and I don't know. It wasn't like something that I thought was a big deal, but my cousins kind of like proposed um, this idea that it kind of was, and and it, and it made sense. Like you're basically disassociating yourself with the church in order to expose the issues with the church, you know? Mm. And, um, I think that's important, dude. Like, you know, I, I don't like getting after individuals like my mom, my, you know, my parents, members of my family that are still acting in the church. Like I love them to death. They're, they're amazing people, but the institution, you know, that's where I have issues with. Mm -hmm. And I, I think people get too caught up in the individualism and instead of the systemic problems and right. issues. And right. So yeah, <sighs> crap. What was, what was I going to say? What were we talking about? So you were, you got out of at least going to, the, so you've been on the records as a, as a Mormon until yeah. last year, but then you were going to your wife's church. Mm. But before that, yeah, before you even went there. So when you guys got together, was yeah, there a season yeah, yeah, yeah. of time that yeah, you were oh, just yeah, that's like, a good question. Yeah, 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 and it's it's important too because I remember. So I moved down in Carlsbad in 2008 for college. I finally, you know, got all my junior college done. You know, it took me ten years. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was called doctors. No man, that's just JC education, brother. But uh, yeah, so I finally got that done, and so I, I moved down to Carlsbad, going to Cal State San Marcos. And that was an interesting time for me, man. Like, I wanted to get out of my current situation. I was, I was over it. I was, you know, the party scene, the getting the fights, getting, you know, just living that Inland Valley life. You know, it, it was just, I was over it. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I was tired of it. I just felt there was something more. So I just, I got out of there. Me and my buddy Frank moved up to um, Carlsbad. And that was like a time of just like reflection and just mm. reading a lot of books. I was reading Hemingway. I was reading Ralph Emerson. Like, really? I was just, I was just like, there's like, it was like a, it was kind of a lightning moment for me. Like, I was getting my eyes open to things that, um, I guess, that seemed like important to me. I was just trying, trying to figure things out. Like I remember wa I watched into the wild that, uh, yeah. um, that movie Sean Penn directed with, uh, Eddie Vedder doing the, um, soundtrack. Oh, that soundtrack's amazing. You ever heard of it? Have I heard it? No. Oh my God. I'm, I'm sending it to you, dude. Really? It's amazing. Send it. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that's going to send it yeah, over yeah. to my Spotify. Society. You never heard that one, but Eddie no. Vedder. Oh, dude. Oh man. You got to listen to it, man. I'll send it to you. But <laughs> so there's this, that kind of shit was going on, man. Like yeah. I was having like an experience to like, man, there's something more to this like existence than I was experiencing. And that kind of brought me back to my religious roots. Like, wait, so they kind of, it was kind of in the same mode, like bigger things, you know, is this life, you know, is this it? Like there's more to life than this. You know, I was like, that's the religion stick. Like, Hey, there's, there's something more than this, but how they go about it is, you know, that's whole another podcast, but yeah. <laughs> it was kind of the same thing, you know, like you wanted, I wanted to have a more alive experience with life, you know? Yeah. 
And so, yeah, so <laughs> I was reading books, playing the guitar. I, I was just having experiences, like just enjoying the beach. I was surfing, like I, I finally got into surfing, like I was surfing every day, the ocean, and mm -hmm. it was just, th things were shifting, dude, and I, I wanted something more, and, um, but I still was partying and, and doing the single life, and I met my wife, and she was going to the Christian church, and um, we dated. You dated before she was your wife, right? Right. Isn't that something? Isn't that something? <laughs> yes, 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 yes. You met a lady. I met a lady oh, yeah. at Hennessy's one night. I saw her across the way rather hard. She just tickled my fancy. Actually, that sounds like Hennessy. Yeah, it tickled my fancy. No, we're a bunch of buddies, and you know, it was just... I, I was Hennessy's, just going for the friends. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Hennessy's great. I love it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Do you guys go there now as like a... A we just went there last um, St. Patty's Day. Really? Yeah, it was very nostalgic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like the the, the two um, two dollar or I mean I'm sorry the two for Tuesday deal. You uh, buy one get one free burgers, dude. Oh yeah, dude. So if anybody ever visits Carlsbad, drop I, it. Hey, right? <laughs> yeah, that's no, good. Actually, don't visit Carlsbad. Oh, yeah, it's too. It's, it's, it's horrible. You yeah, never. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Never want to visit Carlsbad. <laughs> go to yeah. Mission Beach or somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, yes, you know? <laughs> yeah, don't go there. Yeah. And definitely go, don't ever go to Oceanside. Right, you know? no, so don't. So ghetto. Yeah, don't go to Oceanside. You don't want to go there. So freaking ghetto, bro. Right, don't go to Oceanside. Unless you want to come to Oceanside Sanctuary and you live in Oceanside. Oh, uh, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> Ring him in, brother. So you started going to uh, a local huge freaking mega church. Yeah, can I name drop here? No. I, I don't care, dude. This is... This this isn't uh, our church's podcast, so we can talk shit as much as we want. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and that was a different experience to me for me too, man. Because you know people were wearing flip flops, and you know, yeah, they were suit and ties. Where you know that's how I was, how I grew up in the faith, Mormonism. You know, suit and ties. You know, yep. So it was just different seeing that. I was like, okay, it's more casual, more relaxed. You know, you got a rock band up you know, on the stage, fog lights, you know, like, oh, okay, this is kind of like just going to a concert and I'm experiencing, you know, quote unquote Christ, whatever that means, you know, like, but it was something was happening and I was going there and um, got my wife pregnant when we were dating. Yeah, you know? man. That's and it was so weird. That's, this is so weird because... Like, I wasn't, like, part of religion, but my religious roots were, like, kind of bringing me back, hey, this is, you got to get married before you have this baby, mm. you know? And It's amazing how deep that goes. It is, dude. And and yeah. she comes from a religious family, too, and they believe that same thing. You know, a Mormon and a, you know, evangelical Christian, same views, you know, it's basically, you match them up, they look pretty much the same, you know? Right. It's just so interesting, but we go into the nitty-gritty, you know? Check yeah. their belief statements and, you know, blah, 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 blah. Right. But, so, yeah, so it's interesting how that still stuck with me. And I felt like if I, like, obviously, a, like, she's an awesome woman. I couldn't believe, like, okay, she wants to marry me, even though, like, <laughs> we were having a kid. But she's still, okay, like, she still wanted to marry me. And so it, it was it was still a beautiful experience. And, but, you know, we were still young and, like, it, it was tough. And so, like, 
going to this church, North Coast Church, like we went to counseling, you know, to get yeah. to get the pastor to come to our wedding, and so it it was still was like it was an experience, like a, you know, we were talking about things that you usually wouldn't talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, so like it felt right, you know, yeah. it felt right, like what we did, and I think still was. I'm not saying it's not right, but it, you know, it, it was right. Like I'm I'm glad we did get married, obviously, and yeah. You guys are great. Yeah. yeah, it's it's you know nine years you now. Like yeah, it's crazy. Like it's been it was tough in the beginning, but like where we're at right now, it's it's so crazy. Did you guys kind of grow together then? So eventually, you transitioned out of going to the big mega church together, right? Did yeah, she... like it was me. I, I kind of started it. Like I I was. So it was. You started throwing fits in the morning on Sunday morning. No, 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 no. I'm not gonna go. I was. I was like more. Like I was getting involved. I was like being. I was an usher. Like I wanted to get more involved. I was emailing the pastors pretty regularly. Um, you know, like asking questions and and that was probably the you know, that opened the can of worms. Yes, yeah, basically. Like I asked more questions and it just didn't really make sense. So I wanted to meet with a, uh, there was a pastor that was a Mormon um, mm. when he was growing up. So I met with him and it was the hell issue. Like, mm. like you really think my, you know, my whole family is going to be an eternal conscious torment forever and ever. Cause they don't b- believe the certain things like they, they believe in Jesus, but not the right Jesus and yada, yada, yada. So I met with that guy. So there's a lot of things that did he tell uh, question, you that? It was questioning. It was yeah. questioning. He, he, it was interesting. How he was said, that conversation? He, well, oh, it was interesting. Cause he said, basically the gist of it was like, I don't know. Mm. So that was refreshing. I was like, look at this. Like this guy is a pastor here. Yeah. And he's coming out saying, I don't know. Mm. And I was like, I was kind of like, oh, no, I like that answer. Like a lot of people would want definite answers in that right. situation. Obviously, if you're like family and people, that's you love. a lot of pressure on this guy. Like, I know. I have I to know. tell this guy his whole family is gonna rot in hell. Right. Or am I really gonna be able to live with myself <laughs> yeah. for the rest of li- right. my life? Right. If I tell this yeah. honest, genuine, nice, good-looking young man <laughs> that's yes, good-looking, ridiculously good-looking, <laughs> ridiculously good-looking young man. I'm gonna get another beer if you don't mind. Do it, man. Do it. Uh, yeah. You know, with an amazing shirt on from another Disciples of Christ Church. Right? Yes, yes, yes. And uh, so, uh, <laughs> everybody listening, like that, make no sense to me. <laughs> I'm the only one sitting here with you. But um, Mission Hills, check it Mission out. Hills, yeah, up in LA. Yeah. Um, the future is mystic. Yeah. So, um, so you are at this church questioning uh, you from the Mormon background. You and Kristen were pregnant well she was pregnant but you were yes a part of that and asking these questions of these pastors mm-hmm. he actually had the wisdom to tell you that he doesn't know right and then how long after that do you think it was before it was like yeah i'm just not able to to come back or was, yeah. was there more issues further than the hell issue than that or i think so 2012 i like like I raised my hand, gave myself to Jesus, and right. like it was a great experience. Um, and like they sent you a letter, you know, <laughs> a letter saying, "Hey, man, you're a Christian now." You know, like I was like, "Yeah, it's cool." Like I, can't, I, I think I still have it, you know. Yeah, yeah. So you know, and I get that, and, you know, and so I think so. 2012, I'm like, okay, 
I'm a Christian, quote unquote. I'm gonna start researching Mormonism to see, like, because I saw like a pool there, and like, because because when you're growing up Mormonism, they they this is like their shtick. They say, you know, we have all the truths that the gospel is missing. Like we have um, the rites, rituals, all the things that are, that are missing currently in Christendom. Mm. So that still was in in me. Like I was like, okay, maybe like let me you know, go into this, um, let me seek this out. Let me, you know, see what this basically was all about. So I did like yeah. work was kind of slow at the time. So dude, I was spending like eight hours a day listening to YouTube, re- researching, um, church history and LDS faith. I was, and this, go- this went on probably for eight hours a day. Some some days four hours because I did a little work, you know. Yeah. But this went on <laughs> for about yeah. You know, this went on for about six months, and so and when I get when I was finally done, I said, okay. I was like, no, I'm not going there, man. I'm not going there. There's so many issues, so many um, unhealthy yeah. practices with both now Mormonism and this. Yeah. So yeah, it's, that's, what's interesting. I'm glad you pointed out. Cause at the same time I was, I was studying, you know, mainstream, mainstream Christianity right. at the same time. Right. And like I said, the internet, you know, opens Pandora's box, you yeah. know, it's people, some people just don't have the time to do the research. And I get that. Like it takes a lot of time. It yeah. takes and a lot of dedication and dedication and I mean, sifting through yes. just mad bullshit, dude. It, like, dude, there, there's a lot of bullshit you have to sift through. There's a lot of things you have to read. There's a lot of things. It, it takes time. Yeah. And people just don't have the time. Yep. They don't want to take the time, whatever you want to, how, how you want to spin it. But that's really the issue here yeah. is time factor. Like people have their lives. They got kids, they got jobs, they got work, they got, they got all this shit that they have to take care of. They don't have to go in and dive into the religion that is working just fine for them. Right. You know, like what, why would I dig into this shit? If it's, it's doing well for me, it's doing well for my well being. It's doing well for my family. Why would I even question this? Mm, you make a great point with that, dude. <laughs> you know, man? That's what, and on the back end. So now me, like growing up, in church and the whole back inside of church and being a pastor now, we're almost banking, not consciously, but we are banking as clergy people hmm. that lay people do have to do all of that stuff and we need to just make it easy for them to believe this and if we can just make it fun and attractive and just enough that they can we can basically give them whatever it is that we adhere to as right and they will accept that you know as well luckily i think we're part of a a movement that's you know shifting that up quite a bit but um you know as far as like that mainstream, uh, mainstream, main, not, it wasn't mainline. Sorry. Evangelical. It's like an evangelical free church or whatever. Right. Yeah. That's what they're banking on yeah. is the fact that you don't have eight hours a day to essentially like go through your own version that you created of YouTube mm. seminary. Right. <laughs> right. 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 You know, right, right. and that's basically what it was. Yeah. I mean, and I mean, and it's interesting, like with the home sem- seminary thing, it's, and that's, you know, seminaries got their own spin on it too. Like they right. have their own denomination, seminary, you know, yep. laid, layer, laid out 
how it's going to be, you know, you don't question this, you don't question that, you know, and obviously not, not all seminaries are like that, but majority of them are within the evangelical world. Oh, hundred percent. So yeah, it, that's basically what it was, you know, like, yeah. And some people just, and I don't want to say this is all intellectualism because I, I don't like, I don't know, like I'm not the smartest dude on the block. I really am not like, it's just, do you have the, do you have I guess I really want to know. Yeah. I think it, it really comes down to, okay, does your desire match your, you know, work ethic? Yeah. <laughs> you know, right. Uh, you know what I'm yes. saying? Because, you know, it was important to me. Like, I I thought this was going to be it. It was important. I want to be part of the LES tradition. I think, okay, yeah, let's just check this out. But it's just, it, there, was, there was too many red flags, you know? And, and then, so you found the red flags with LDS, you found the red flags with the evangelical church that you were going to. Yeah. And because you have the determination and you are a smart guy, you know, it, I'm not, you write blogs, which people <laughs> I write read. blogs. Hey, you write blogs. I got a PhD in blog blogging. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> you, you do, man. I'm telling you. And, um, uh, so then now you're at the place where you want to get or continue or get back involved in, you can bring a little clarity to that into a local faith community. And so all of this, you know, your, your history of Mormonism, your skepticism of Mormonism, your involvement in the evangelical church, then ultimately, you know, your disassociation and, you know, frustration yeah. with that, you know, kind of the same thing. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> then, you know, our friend Jason gets the brunt of like <laughs> hours and hours of militant study uh, and know, research right, right. and, uh, you know, yeah. uh, curiosity and all of these things. And you're beginning to now form some, some theological opinions, yeah. I'd say, and, and things that you want to, because then now you have two kids. So it's like, okay, yeah. I have a wife and two kids. And if I'm going to be involved somewhere, yeah. I, if you're anything like me, like we went to Saddleback, we would go every once in a while. Saddleback's kind of, um, it, it's hard to say it, but it, it has kind of a sweet spot to me only because mm -hmm. it, my dad loves Rick Warren and Saddleback so yeah. much. Mm -hmm. So when he comes out here, like we go to Saddleback together yeah. and right. my dad just all throughout the years, especially in retrospect, I can see the influence mm -hmm. that Rick Warren and Saddleback has had on my dad and the church that I was a part of. Like it's, it is, we were part of the vineyard movement, but we were more like Saddleback and, and Andy Stanley as well. And Bill Hybels, I always joke around and say that it's like the Trinity for my dad, Andy Stanley, Bill Hybels, and Rick Warren. You know, it's like this evangelical whirlwind of just like, you know, yeah. <laughs> whatever. And um, my dad just really loves all those guys, in particular Rick Warren. And so we would go from time to time uh, to Saddleback. Yes, right. And I've been to the Purpose Driven Church Conference there in, oh. in Lake Forest and everything, and it's yeah. like, it's it's. Bizarre, man. Like they've almost created a denomination within themselves with all of that. Yeah. Like it, the the conference was just as big as a vineyard conference, and we're our own standalone movement. If that yeah. shows anything, you know, with uh, what they're doing, we're not giving them any more airtime than they need on this program. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so point being, as we would go up there, as a sense of 
I guess I could say psychological security. Like I like going up there every once in a while just to, you know, maybe once every, I don't know, two months, three months, mm -hmm. we would go there and then my family lives in Laguna Beach. So we would maybe go see them or hang yeah. out, whatever, do something in Orange County. Right. Right. And then, uh, it was one Sunday or Saturday night or something. But we would drop the kids off and we would sit outside. They have a really nice outside area mm. and just drink coffee and hang out, Lindsay and I. Mm. Right. Yeah. So, you know, play in the familiar. system. Yeah. <laughs> and so it, one time Sophia, my daughter was like, um, I say that for the listeners. I know you know, but <laughs> they were saying, her and Ezra were saying something and Lindsay was just like dead serious. She was like, we, we're not going to go there anymore. It's not worth it to wow. me to just enjoy an hour of like free babysitting essentially and have a coffee date for mm -hmm. them to be indoctrinating my kids. <laughs> so I was like, damn it. Yeah. They have really good coffee. you know. <laughs> and uh, so I was like, you know, you're right. Like mm -hmm. you're right. Like that one hour of just like us being able to like hang out in their like bougie coffee area yeah. is not worth it. Anyways, point being, is that like, you know, I don't know what my point is with some of that actually. What was I even talking about before that? <laughs> no, oh, you're trying to find a place for your family to land. Yeah, yeah you're right. And um, you and the emails. Yes. So you decided that you want to start emailing because I'm making the correlation between the Saddleback experience with us and our kids, and maybe the North Coast experience with you and your kids too. Got it. You know, yeah. and you're like. Where do I want to take my family? Totally, totally. And, and do something. 100%. So Jason's the recipient of yeah. all of this. Yeah, yeah. Right? Interesting, right? So um, tell me what some of your emails were. I, I love this so much. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to build it up too much, but it, it, I, I legit like LOL the first time. Yeah. That was really lame that I just said that, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, please don't do it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. So what's interesting, dude, is. Like, I was content with just not going to church anymore. Like, we stopped going to North Coast Church because, you know, I was I was over it. I didn't want to be a part of something that, you know, really just believed in a God that would torture, you know, mm. or just, just forget about 99.9% .9 of his creation and just let him go. Like, that, that was a big part of why I didn't want to be a part of that church, but, and, and I know, and I know what this is like, this is some type of belief, you know, it's not really what they're doing. Cause obviously they're doing some good things to community and I'm not trying to bring down North coast. I'm not trying to, you know, right. but there's issues and, um, I just didn't want to be a hypocrite basically. Mm -hmm. You know, if something's bothering me, if it doesn't sit right, I don't want to be not true to myself. And so, yeah, and, and so there was a lot of things I was discovering. I, I not, I, you know, bounced it off Kristen, my wife, and, you know, I, she was like, you know, I was kind of blowing her mind a little bit. And, right. you know, and it, it wasn't my intention. I, you know, I thought I was discovering some great things. But when you're, when you grow up in a certain tradition and you hear these kind of things, it's kind of like, Cognitive dissonance, like you're just right. going through this, like, whoa, what, what's right. going on here? It shakes your whole mind, and you're like, okay, do I, what do I do with this, you know? Mm -hmm. So, so I was good just not going to church. We, we were fine. Like, she would go once in a while on North Coast. I still would go once in a while, um, but 
raise your hands and worship, you know? Yeah, more and more. Like, I still, like, loved, you know, The Edge, you know, going there. Like, it was good experiences there. Um, but now, like, I, 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 don't, I don't think I could do it now. Mm-hmm. But but it was good. Like, it, it brought me to where I'm at right now. So, yada, yada. So, I was good just doing my own religion, you know, I, I love the phrase, uh, religion kills, Jesus saves, you know, yeah. that was my <laughs> motto, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, you know, who gives a shit about the institution, who gives a shit about rites and rituals, who gives mm-hmm. a shit about, you know, all that stuff. It's, it's relational. It's what's Christ doing for me and my life and others around me, mm-hmm. which I, you know, I still believe, but there was something dude, like, and the more and more, like, I experience this, quote-unquote, nothingness, like, mm-hmm. I needed some connection. I needed some some flesh and blood. I needed some, yeah. you know, person to look and look at a person in the eye and talk about these things. And, like, I was, you know, there's I was on online chats, but, you know, that wasn't doing shit for me, you know? Yeah. Like, do you come to a point where you need connection to real human beings? Yes. You know? And yes. that goes for anything in life, you know, yes. where yeah. I've come to realize. And so I just decided like, and, and I was, I was reading a lot of like Eastern Orthodox stuff, which yeah. is kind of strange. And it's, <laughs> it's so weird because such it, a nerd, dude. I, I know, I know. But the East is so like foreign to a lot of our, uh, our, well, where's the West? Thing. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It's our Western thinking is yes. you know, bigger, stronger, faster, you know, Jesus is going to come and wipe, you know, kick some ass. Right. Like it's, and East is saying on the here, he, like he defeated that already. He, it's done. Like it's, it's bigger than that. It's everybody's included in here. It's just there. It's more of a unified kind of thinking in the East compared to the us versus them Western thinking conquer and just, yes. And you know, like, and so so I, I and and there's a, l- a lot of other things like the Bible, like all the all the things that had issues with the Bible. I found ways to be like, oh, really? Like find different ways to interpret it, and like, you know, it's just there was a lot of deconstruction going on. Mm-hmm. And I know that's a big word nowadays, and everybody's doing the deconstruction thing. But there's a lot of deconstruction, and I was trying to reconstruct. Yeah, you know, like I threw everything away. But then I was realizing, you know what? There's some things that are good in this tradition, and there's some good things that need to be experienced with a community. Yeah, basically, you know, that's the same, man. Like I totally feel you on that. I, you know, being a church planter and stuff, yeah. like I, I lost vision for the purpose of that of, of church by any means because it was not centered around the idea of like a a community and it wasn't really centered around like a, I don't know. Like the purpose was just simply to, it, it felt more like multi-level marketing yeah, to corporation. me. Yeah. It's yeah. like, you know, the, my purpose of meeting these people is so that then they would meet other people and invite them. And then so that they would meet other people and invite them and they would meet. And it was like, it yeah. wasn't like a sense of like, the purpose was simply to invite more people to this thing. It wasn't yeah. like, oh, we're actually trying to like reconcile the world here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then yeah. like also too, I so I ditched that and I was like, oh, well, I can just basically do this online or, or I can just listen to podcasts yes. or whatever. 
And I'm, totally, bro. That, yeah. That's where I was at, dude. Like, and there's people listening to this right now that are thinking, I've been doing just fine listening yeah. to freaking Rob Bell and the Liturgists yeah. and sprinkled in a little bit of Spiritual Nomad. Yeah. Gracias for your listening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, totally, dude. You know, it's like... Totally. Eventually, some point, you know, like me, like you, and like listener that's listening right now, eventually at some point, we were made for human connectivity. Mm -hmm. And the purpose of churches and the reason that the vast diversity of them is I'm a musician, so I think of things in terms of music, right? So it's like, how many genres of music are there? Mm. So many, and especially me with like the underground, like hardcore and metal scene. Like, there's so many sub genres, it's ridiculous. You can get down to the nitty gritty, and you get nerds on Facebook groups arguing about which band is truly considered what genre. And you know, it's insane. And that's kind of, I think, how churches are. It's like, oh, like it's this flesh and blood thing, and there's different varieties of this based on the band, based on the chemistry, based on what you're after, what genre, you know, all of these things. And so that's why there's going to be so many of them Yes, is because it's like, well, how many genres of music are there? You know, how many shades of the color red is there? Yeah. Infinite. Right. So it's like point being is, is that my job, and it sounds like yours is too, is to figure out how do we create genres that people can identify with, mm. that people can feel a part of and included in. Because right. at the end of the day, people want to come around something that is an embodiment. Yeah. Right? So yeah. it's like, you know, obviously we wouldn't be sitting here if we both weren't ready for some sense of embodied spiritual practice, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. incarnation, bro. Yes. <laughs> you know? And it's like, somehow we ended up at this like 143 year old church, downtown Oceanside <laughs> with some yeah, dude. pastor yeah. that, uh, you know, has just enough audacity and stubbornness enough to stick it out here long enough to start to see a little bit of change. Yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. God bless him. Yeah. I know he's probably listening and God, God bless Jason Coker. I'll tell you. Yeah, dude. That guy. Oh, my God. God bless him for putting up with your emails. What was your first... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What yeah, was your emails. first... Yeah, sorry, I didn't get to ...email those, question that you sent? I wish... I want to pull it up. Jason. Dude. I wish... I, I should have... Like, so basically... <laughs> I, I basically numbered him, dude. Like, I know one was, do you believe in just war theory? So, that's been a huge... All right, give us your give us your one paragraph synopsis of of just war theory. So this basically is a premise that okay, we Christianity, in a sense, individually, does not believe in violence, hmm. but when it comes to like the systemic um, issue with violence, like going to war to protect your country. Um, militarism, like that is justified due to a lot of factors within the Old Testament um, and how God ordained, you know, people going out and, mm-hmm. and destroying their enemies. Right. So just where theory basically justifies going to war for, you know, a like a worthy honor. Cause. 
for an honorable cause, yeah. for something that will protect the innocent, that will protect the, you know, the people that are going to be in harm's way. Mm-hmm. So that so so basically, this throws out the Sermon on the Mount, totally. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's what, in my opinion, like the Sermon on the Mount, basically Jesus puts this just for theory. Just it it, it doesn't even. I I just couldn't I couldn't hold the two together. Right. And I mean a lot of I mean the Anabaptist tradition follows this you know way of thinking as well. They don't believe in just war theory. Yeah. They believe in nonviolence all the way around. Like yeah. you know yeah. don't believe in war. Don't believe in hurting others. Like you know so and that and and that's a huge shift for me. And I and I think. For American Christianity in general, like violence is our kind of part of our religion, right? Of the American religion is, you know, pr- going to war, protect our, to protect, you know, right. in a way, if you look at it, yeah, okay, it's, I get it. Like, I get protecting your family from evildoers, stopping the evils in this world is the only way to stop them is, you know, to use violence. I mean, what else would you do? If you don't, they're going to destroy you and your families, you yeah. know, like, so. But from research and all that, like we've been in war 220 out of the 270 years we've been in America, yeah. been, at, been in a country, like wars are not producing peace, you know, like it's right. not happening. So, so that's my just war theory. And, and that's a huge shift in my thinking. Like, yeah, I still struggle with this. And that was your first question that you asked Jason around. I think so. Okay. I think so. That was my first, the just war theory. Cause how did he respond that made you feel like it was okay to send him another email? <laughs> oh, I mean, he, he just, I, what, like, I just felt confident that he knew what he was talking about. Like he, and at the same time, it just seemed like, well, what he's saying is resonating from what I've, I've been searching and seeking and, and experiencing in my life. Yeah. So it just was a connection of like, oh gosh, like, okay. Like, I think I, there's a question. Do you believe in violence? I don't know why I threw that in there. Obviously if he, if he answered just worth there, he's not going to believe in violence. Right. Like, do you believe, I said, do you believe God is violent? You know, mm. he, he put like, well, I answered just worth there. And so I'll answer this. Like, that sounds <laughs> just like yeah. him. so obviously bro, if I'm answering that Dude. question, I'm not, I'm going to answer this question the same. Dude, the, so repetitive Jason. questions, please stop. That is so him. I think I've already answered that. And just like, you know, dude, I freaking, I I, I don't want to sidetrack. We were all having dinner at a friend's house maybe a month ago or so. And uh, we were talking about Facebook comments and Jason's expressing about how he has to like, you know, just use caution with how he responds or like puts comments or whatever. Uh, and Facebook he said will test you, bro. I've so been on there well. for like five months. Really? Yeah, I can't get on there. I don't know why. I switch phones, I can't get on there. They won't let me on. Oh, maybe it's God. Yeah, I think it is. Dude, I'm telling you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. <laughs> so Jason goes, like, <laughs> this comment was so funny. Somebody commented something like kind of negative on the the Oceanside Sanctuary Facebook page or something like that. Maybe it was his personal one. No, it was the Oceanside Sanctuary one, but then his personal one, like he responded to their comment and we were all sitting around the dinner table. He's like, I essentially was slam dunking on this guy, you know? (laughs) 
Yeah, dude. So I'm like, yeah. dude, in text, even speaking, Jason can freaking slam dunk. Dude. Yeah, no, yeah, for and, sure. Uh, I can he's totally, really witty and he's really just on it. Yeah, yeah. And, he's just on it. And if he's listening to this, his head's probably going outside of his truck yeah, right yeah, now. Easy, it's, Jason. Easy. <laughs> <laughs> Love that yeah. guy. All right, yeah. so... Uh, you ended up sending him so send that email. another email. I think you're like, okay, that kind of makes sense. Yeah. Is this the penal substitutionary atonement one? Are we to that one? Oh, now? no, that wasn't the first email. Oh, okay. So this one was about homosexuality. The okay, second one. cool. So I was just like, I'm pretty sure that was the second one. Yeah. So it's like, I think I was like, oh, I forgot the homosexuality one. So I was like, okay, that makes sense. Thank you so much. And I was like, what's your stance on homosexuality? Like, is your church, you know, blah, 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 for it, affirmed, welcoming. I don't think I even went to that depth of it, but. Yeah. And then he replied, like, well, I personally believe, blah, 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 that, you know, I'm affirming, blah, 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 and this is my sermon on it, you know, and that was a great sermon. Have you listened to that sermon when he <laughs> talks about homosexuality? Oh, man, it's so good. I recommend you listen to that. If he still has that on it. Is he yeah, on the website? You know, I don't know. The website's still in transition, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It's yeah, in it's process. In process for the last year. No. <laughs> I know. Uh, no, but <laughs> but come so, on, Jason and Alex, yeah. pull it together. So so I think you're strong enough manpower. Then you get you know it's not a mega church, okay? Yeah, man. We well, hopefully I can help out with a little bit of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Your workspace. There yeah, you man. <laughs> we need some creatives in here to get shit going. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> so, halfway kidding. Yeah, halfway. Um, yeah. So and and that so because I I came to realization that's a huge one too. Like with the whole. Um, homosexuality and um, LGBTQ community. It's just... Why was that a big deal to you being a, uh, a straight man? Mm. That's a great question. You got one? Do you, you have any more of those? Oh, dude, I'm sorry. Absolutely. Um, so... Wheat one, that's pretty good. I'll drink all your beer. That's no, for, that's for sure. Dude, that's for, you that open? Yeah. Let me do that for you. Yeah, so... Man, that's a real man right there. <laughs> um, Damn, son. <laughs> cheers. <laughs> yeah, dude. So, I don't know, man. It, it it just, the more and more I, like, experienced God, the more and more I just felt like the divine presence of the universe includes everyone. So, yeah, we're included, like, I don't think anybody's separated from God. Yeah. But we all make our own type of roads and um and it, it and this is doesn't have to do with roads like if you study the biology of homosexuality of anything that comes down to gender and sexuality like it's just you can't really deny if we're honest with ourselves that it's it's genetic. Yeah. It's um, part of our DNA. It's it's nothing to do with quote unquote a choice. Right. And I know you know I, I'm sure I, there's aspects of that, but I mean there I, is no. I'm not trying to do this definite, but yeah. But there is like yeah proof in the pudding, basically. Yeah. You know, like and and that's not. 
all of it. It's not just the science of it, but it's just the experience with others of different sexual orientation. You know, mm-hmm. like like I went to this um, um, with our denomination. This um, what's it called? It was my only one I went to, and I can't remember what they're called. What are they call what are they called when you? It was it down at Mission Gathering. Yeah. Well, what is it? It's, the, um, like a conference. Yeah, <laughs> that's the word. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, Christian conference. So yeah, and, and they, <laughs> yeah, dude. See, I'm I'm telling you, I'm not smart. So whatever. So dude. So this conference, like, I was exposed to a lot of home, like LGBTQ people and. Loving God, loving Jesus, you know, doing their. Was thing. that with the denomination? Yeah, uh-huh. okay, yeah, with the uh, disciples of Christ, and and then like you talk to them, you see them in action. Like, how can you deny that? Like, mm-hmm. and, and again, it's just all these things that we have issues with is just comes to one-on-one relational participation with each other. It's just yeah. like getting to know people yeah. and experience them in their day-to-day life. You know, coming yeah. together. You know, like and that's that the thing. one with Science Mike down there. Yeah, okay. dude, oh, yeah. he blew the roof off, man. Really? Yeah, he, it like was a, that. That was awesome. Um, he just like was bawling and just like everybody was tearing up. Like what he spoke about, dude. It was just like it was powerful. Wow. Anywho. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, dude. So that was another thing. Like, I I just I want people to be included, man. Yes. Yeah. 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 You know, like it, it's a beautiful, I still think it's a beautiful gospel. I think it's, it's a beautiful good news. Like, Hey, guess what? The thing that operates this whole reality that we live in, it's like pure unconditional love. Yeah. And it's like, you can't, if that's the truth, man, holy shit, man. Like, yes. Yeah, that's <laughs> some like things we can look forward to, and that's that, a, that is the truth. That's like me. the good news, yeah. man. It's the good news, and it's like, dude, that's why I think that's just the the mode of being that we should all that we should all be part of, dude. You know, like that's what we should be all striving for. Like we all have issues, we all have to figure that shit out, mm-hmm. and I think we can if we let go of the this thing that we think that is so dangerous like this fear you know like it's and we all struggle with it man it's it's fear and it's it's the other and it's different and it's it's just something that we just have to step over the line and say okay i'm scared shitless of it but i'm just gonna be here and see what happens you know yeah it's tough you know it's a tough thing but i think that's the only thing we i think that's the only thing that's gonna happen to make this whole spiritual practice that we call the Christian faith to make it really seem real and needed and authentic and yeah, you know, beautiful, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I'm I preaching here. I'm preaching here, brother. Dude, I freaking love it. Soundbite central, man. <laughs> <laughs> so good. So after all that, you decided to come to the church here and be a part of it. Yes. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm ready. Like, I need connection. I need people that are trying to basically pursue the same type of practice and the same type of, I don't know. I don't want to see ideas because, I mean, belief systems can go so far, you know, like 
And but it's so weird, dude. The whole belief versus action, you know, mm-hmm. practice versus, um, yeah, you know, theology. I don't know, man. Like it's tough. Like obviously, this my theology has led me here. My way I think of God, mm-hmm. but I don't know. Like I still think like my mom is a beautiful, loving. Like she shows Christ to me still. Yeah. And yeah. her tradition is just fucked up. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I don't get it. But, I mean, you know, what did Jesus say by the fruits? You would know them, you know, like. Exactly, dude. What, what, what do you do with that? You know, like, so. You do, you do exactly what you're doing with it. And you say, <laughs> right. my mom shows Christ to me. Yeah. Even though she's part of a really interesting. Yeah. And that's the most conservative way I think you could say. Yeah. Tradition. That, that, that I just said. Sorry, mom. Right. You're listening. <laughs> right. Yeah. She's like. Honey. I love the Mormon people. just don't like the Mormon faith. Okay. Right. 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 And that's the thing. You do know them by their fruit. Mm. And you'll know that. You're one of my disciples, by the way, you love one another Yeah, and you are a disciple of Jesus Mm -hmm. because of the way that you are actually engaging the people around you, Mm. namely those who are the least, the last, the lost, (laughs) the outsider, the woman at the well, the freaking prostitute in the street, how you treat yourself, right? How you try to care for yourself when you're Mm -hmm. leading a damn revolution and you're still yeah. trying to wake up early in the morning and go meditate uh, by your, I mean all of these things yeah. is examples of how we you know stay rooted and grounded and balanced and yeah. you know and the fruit of any of those things that you actually do is you know if we're not reconciling people into absolute love then like it's all null and void right and so it's like yeah you know, I think that's exactly what it is. And so I think what's interesting too with that is like, there's no doctrinal, uh, confession in any of that, mm, you know? know, and that just, cause people say, Oh, you'll know by the love you have for each other. Oh, well that implies you have to be a disciple of Jesus and to be a disciple yeah. of Jesus. And you have to confess that he's the, right. that know, the only way the truth is not. It's like creeds no. and confessions and exactly. All that. And it's like, no, like, Jesus showed that the institutional way uh, has many, many flaws that are rooted in self-preservation and fear. Mm-hmm. And by flipping the table and even literally doing yeah. that. <laughs> bring out the whip. Exactly. <laughs> by literally doing that and sometimes metaphorically doing that, yeah. you know, it's going to cause you to be in the fringe places and ultimately get yourself killed. But ultimately, mm. it's the display of love and action and love ultimately winning in the end, right? Right. So, right. Yeah. I think that, you know, you seeing the fruit, you know, and your mom and seeing the fruit wherever it may come from, you know, that was the biggest thing for me was like, I was like, Oh, like, you know, I was taught that all Eastern religion was bad and demonic or whatever. And I'm like, wait a second. There's a lot of things that the Buddha says that are really good. Yeah. That actually sound exactly like Jesus. <laughs> you know? yeah. Like, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. how Lose is yourself, that? Detachment, attachment, like exactly. all that stuff. Dude. It's so like connected, yes. dude. It, it, oh man. It's like, 
Yeah, like, I totally understand where some people have the theory where Jesus went to India, the lost years of Jesus, you know? <laughs> yeah. I don't believe in that, really, but I do understand where, like... But who's to say, bro? Yeah. Right, who who's is to say? say? There's no theory There's, that he you went know, to Europe. You know, that frick, you know, what, 25 years of life, 20, 24 years of life, not recorded? Exactly. You know, I mean, and that can go yes. a whole different podcast. I think that, that Jesus <laughs> totally, like... That's why I think Jesus is so accepted in Eastern religions. Hindus have iconography of Jesus mm-hmm. because it's like he speaks the Eastern language yeah. well. And in me taking like a break from like the Bible and church and all that and hanging up my church planter hat and everything and then revisiting the Gospels. I'm like, oh, if I just read this like Maharaji <laughs> or, you know, like Ramdas talking about Maharaji, I'm like, oh, man, like. That makes way more sense than my like weird European influenced, you know, religion that was given to me or whatever. So it's like, anyway, you're right. It's a whole nother podcast. Point is, (laughs) is that like, whenever I was able to see like where the fruit was and chase the fruit Mm -hmm. and where like, you know, as much, you know, shit I have with Paul, like I love the fruit of the spirit. Like, I think I mentioned that in our, how not to read the Bible class. It's like, dude, like if there's anything that I take from Paul, it's like his, everything else is like a noisy symbol. And that means a lot to me being a drummer, but it's a noisy symbol or gong uh, without, you know, uh, love, Mm -hmm. you know, and that everything is meaningless without that. And the way you know that somebody is a spiritual person is, you know, (laughs) if they are, you know, self-controlled, if they're a patient person, if they're loving, if they're joyful, if they're kind. And it's like, if your mom displays that, then who gives a flying fuck about what Mm. tradition she's a part of? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, you know, I know, I know. And it's hard, man. Like, you know, I got, especially in the Mormon faith, there's, there's a lot of people that have been scarred and that have given their lives for it and find out that they've been told a lie and I get that. And that's a lot with a lot of faiths, you know, like not being honest and, and going through this your whole life. It, it like, it totally like shatters you, man. Like, yeah. It, I, I'm not trying to like downplay that, you know, yeah. like I sympathize. I empathize. I, you know, I, I, I don't say like, I get it. I get it in some ways cause I was raised in it, but I don't, you know, I got family members that have been raised in this faith from the get go and they were on it. Like they went on missions. They went, mm-hmm. were part of the priesthood. They were, you know, they were in it, man. Like yeah. entrenched in it. And, and they find out that, you know, what they've been told is a lie. And that just, it just breaks you, man. You know, that's where I think that people, I used to get so pissed when people would equate, um, like Jesus being like the Easter bunny or Santa Claus or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. cause it's like, Oh, when you get an adult, you realize it's just not real. You know, mm-hmm. well, I used to that. hate that. Mm-hmm. And, um, cause you're waking up to a lie essentially, you know, mm-hmm. like what you're saying. Yeah. And, um, until I realized like, Oh, well in the way that it's presented, then that's just, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like right. in what you're, as a matter of fact, it's way worse. 
Like those people you're just talking about, they've given summers of their freaking teenage golden years, mm -hmm. you know, to mission trips, yeah. you know, that I can't say for you, but for me, it's like just to go to a third world country and impose American ways on them, mm -hmm. like, yeah. and completely disrespect indigenous cultures. Right. <laughs> and it's like, oh, like that would feel like somebody robbed not only some of the like my intellect but just mm. like my time and my my emotional wherewithal yeah, and it's like dude like i totally empathize with that you know what i mean and it's like totally people waking up to a, a false reality is never gonna be like something easy to do oh dude and that's what i think so admirable about you is like you're still finding yourself back in these places where you see value in this. Because, mm -hmm. correct me if I'm wrong, but like even just this Sunday, Jason was talking about the nuns. Mm -hmm. I think he shook it up a little bit too. I think people mm -hmm. didn't know what to say whenever he said, if I got a government consensus, I'd probably put none on religion too. <laughs> and everybody's like, but you're the pastor. <laughs> <laughs> he's right. like, well, I mean, yeah. so dude. no, that was good. Like talking about how, you know, get, he gets, you know, his wages and like, Oh, you know, the pastor and like, oh, yeah. I really need this, but I do. And you know, like, yeah, dude, it's just, it's honest, you know, like it, you know, he's trying to develop something within the institution that, you know, it's, it's something new, you know, and it's like, yes. And this is exactly scary. what I'm going to be a part of, dude. That's yeah. why I shut my thing down. I'm freaking what little scraps of a thing that it was, but <laughs> uh, it did. And I'm all in with all this, but it's like, mm -hmm. you know, I just think that's amazing because most people that came from your background would be totally a nun at this point and yeah. probably a vehement yeah. nun. And, right. and yeah. for those people that listen that don't know what that is, like Jason said, we're not talking about ladies that, you know, live at the church and wear funky gowns, you know, <laughs> we're talking about N O N E S, right? <laughs> Nuns who can check none that they don't have religion. Right. So, right. Right. you know, it's amazing to me and admirable to me that you still choose to have affiliation and involvement with an organization such as like a denomination. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I know. Yeah. Sometimes I just don't know what the hell I'm doing here, but it's yeah. just, it's like, dude, there's something about what's going on in, you know, American religion in general. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. it's something's moving, some shifting. You know, I think it happens with, especially in the Christian faith. I mean, it's like every half a millennia, like every 500 years, something happens. You yep. know, you got this the schism in 1054 with the East and West. You got the Eastern Orthodox Catholic faith breaking apart. Then you got the Reformation, you know, yep. 500 years later in the 1500s. Now something's going on right now. Like, I mean, it's, I don't know, man, something's happening. Something's and, happening. And I'm, I'm definitely down to be a part of it. And yeah. I'm glad you're choosing to be a part of it based on all of your background and history. And I think that there's a bright Thanks, future. Bro. And yeah. I was up, uh, and I'll, I'll wrap it up with this, you know, cause I know we're probably, probably, uh, yeah, just go probably there. Hours, bro. Probably could Joe Rogan style. <laughs> um, but uh, I was up in Santa Barbara at another Disciples of Christ Church for a Thursday night thing. It's called The Way. There's a dude named Tim Burnett up there. I was supposed to do a podcast with. The Way. And it's, it, 
Thursday night, but he, just like Jason, he took over Disciples of Christ Church, mm-hmm. and he kind of like started like a suedo church plant on a Thursday night, you know, mm-hmm. started with a book club thing. He brought like Rob Bell and just would bring people in and do mm-hmm. some whatever. And we were up there, ironically, for my birthday, it was a Thursday night. We went to the way, went up Santa Barbara, and then it was that Monday that I was going to get beers with Jason. Jason sent me a message on Facebook, pastor here at the church, and he's like, hey, you want to like get beers? Uh, we should probably hang out because we have similar backgrounds and we live five miles from each other, whatever. Yeah. I was like, yeah, man, sounds good. And um, I was up with Tim and he was talking about the same thing, you know, same language that we're using right here is there's this new rev- reformation. There's this new thing that's happening and, and this new expression, uh, you know, even within Christianity and that's even bigger than that. And, mm-hmm. you know, defining that is difficult and whatever, uh, something's brewing and not only is it brewing, but it's actually coming to fruition. Now I think it was brewing with yeah. Brian McLaren and you know, Rob Bell in the two thousands. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know, Richard Rohr has been at work at this for a long time, you know, but it's yeah. like now things are actually starting to grow yeah. from it. I think we're at the seedling just barely peeking above the dirt, yeah. but it's, yeah. it's been there and it's been, been there for years. Yeah. And Tim was like, I think the magnitude of what is happening right now that we won't even see in our generation. Mm. And he said, the work that we're doing right now is probably for the next generation, potentially even the one to follow that. Yeah. And at the one hand, I'm like an impatient son of a bitch. So I'm like, no, it has to happen now. But then I was like, oh, well, it needs people that are like that to help do everything they can to expedite this. Yeah. Totally. And so it's like, okay, totally. like, I mean, I don't really care to have like name recognition in this whole thing, like a freaking, you know, Martin Luther or somebody. I don't really care. <laughs> we got to. Uh, that'd be more like Jason. He's, <laughs> yeah. he's more well-spoken. Yeah. Than I. yeah too, so right there with I you. freaking think that like we need as many hands on deck though. Mm. To help like row the boat as fast mm. as we can. Yes. Because people out of the other boat are jumping as fast as possible totally. and it's an epidemic. And I think deconstruction yeah. is something that's been relevant for a lot of years now. For me, that word is very relevant in like 2016, 2015, mm-hmm. 2016. I'm surprised to see like that. It's still, you know, I, something tells me that that's going to be a word. That's a buzzword for a while because I mean, yeah, yeah, it is. There's and, just so, there's so many. more and more people experience this deconstruction. Like you have to go through it. Like it's like something that yes, you can't avoid. It's a rite of passage. It really is. <laughs> it's like the new rite of passage. Like it is. instead of like doing all the shit that you're, you're supposed to do, now you're like, fuck this. I'm yes. letting go. All. It's like a death. You, yes, it's you, a death. Letting it's go a of death and rebirth. Yes, dude. Come yes. on, it is, and dude. If you're not questioning the virgin birth, man, right. what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> no, we don't want to go there. Then we're gonna be the same as the freaking uh, other side. But but there is a some type of rhythm to it. Yes, yes, there is. There is a rhythm to it, and it's a and it's a cycle of man. I forget what the cycle, it's like the hero's journey or something like mm-hmm. that, right? Yeah. And it goes around. That's like essentially what Star Wars is, right? You know, Luke Skywalker, right? It's like, it's been embedded since, you know, 
beginning of freaking civilization, dude. You're right. That's you just know? that's our development, and I think yeah. that is just the problem. Is Christianity has stunted growth in a yeah. myriad of ways, mm-hmm. and I think psychologically and um, emotionally, even mm. uh, it's stunted people to go through a full term cycle of evolving into the correct you know natural way of, of being right that like a new we, creation bro yes we get stopped at a, a proverbial adolescence yeah right mm. and we get people that stick in an adolescence for essentially like their whole like yeah psychological and theological life right yeah. Yeah. and it's like okay like because we there has to be that death and rebirth. There has to be that point of not knowing self in order to yeah. know self. Right. And if you, the whole premise of Christianity and being a youth pastor before is that people wouldn't lose themselves once they graduate high school and go to college. Right. You're literally doing everything you can and you are paid to get people to not lose go through a growing yourself. process. Yeah. You're paid to keep people in an adolescence in a, a, teenage faith essentially for the rest of their life. It totally contradicts Jesus. Lose yourself to find yourself. Exactly, dude. Yeah. Exactly. Crazy, bro. Dude. Now I'm preaching. <laughs> you just passed the baton over to me. Jason's sleeping on us, no, dude. No, dude, come on. Let us get up there and do this on a Sunday morning. Shit the bed, dog. Uh, <laughs> oh, Alright, Jordan. Good. Dude, thanks for coming on Spiritual Nomad. I know we've been talking about this for a little while, and I'm sure it won't be the last. And, uh, uh, dude, I would love to come back on again. And we'll, we'll get like this a panel, dude, and just yes, work, bro. This is what I want to do with you. And oh, uh, come on, if you're do all right, it, do what you want. All right, here we go. I wasn't slapping Jordan; I was slapping <laughs> me for everybody listening. Wow. Um, <laughs> I think it would be fun to every once in a while. Uh, and this is going on record, I suppose. Oh, come on. I think we should tackle some... You should be a guest to come on to talk about some of these, like, issues, right? Mm, the megachurch issue that just happened a couple days ago. What? Oh, did you hear that one? No, give me, um, give me a little bit. Matt bullet. Chandler's church? Yeah. So... Uh, did I, I, I almost went Acts 29, dude, when I was planting. <laughs> I hope you know that. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, every if anybody's still listening at this point, they're like, "Really, dude? Dude, I was a freaking Calvinist, man." Yeah, yeah. You. So yeah, dude. So yeah, girl got molested. Church basically ran circles. Nothing happened. Lawyers came in, and basically, what it ended up being is the pastor that molested got fired. Uh, I don't know if he got any time or anything like that yet. I think that's still in hmm. process, but they didn't, basically they didn't do anything for the family. It just was basically nothing, no type of assistance, no type of, hmm. it's just basically they pushed them out hmm. basically not by like, not like verbally, not, but just, but not being there for them. Yeah. Yeah. And they just, and basically that family just left the church, you know, and it was just done with it because obviously what happened to their kid, obviously what happened with the whole church clergy and what they did with it it's just really i'll send you the the mm-hmm. link to it oh it's just so Bummer. sketchy and so like it's basically what control and or authoritative um holiness codes 
happens and it just produces just shit. You know? Yeah. That sucks. Anyway. Bummer, dude. But yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? All right, man. Thanks for coming on. And we'll chat about more things in the future, I'm sure. Quick little plug. Uh, Jordan does some writing. He does some blogging. Oh, and you're doing a... Uh, you're a co or a guest blogger on which platform now? Uh, DoneWithReligion.com. DoneWithReligion.com. Yeah, Jim Gordon is a cool dude. He's got a couple other people blogging on his site. It's good. It's, it's, I mean, he doesn't go to church anymore, but he's still talking about Christ, and you know, and I'm talking about church. So it's cool. It's just it's getting the mix of the both. Cool. Mm-hmm. Even though you you're not quite done with religion, man. I know. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. holding you in. Yeah, yeah. I'm holding you in. I'm man. done with bad religion. Yeah, I'll yeah. say that. Not the band though. We're gonna stop. Oh hell no! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Thanks for coming on, dude. Thanks, Appreciate brother. you, dude. Love you, man.